Hello, this is Patty Scalzo, welcoming you to Shear Jeshub, a Bible study program brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. My husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, has been teaching a series on heavenly authority and has been in the section dealing with the priests and the Levites. In today's broadcast, we will continue the Sunday sermon from the book of Numbers, chapter 16, where Pastor Greg was teaching about the rebellion of the Levite Korah, the Reubenites, Dathan, Abiram, and On, and the 250 leaders of the congregation of Israel against Moses and the priesthood of Aaron. So now, let's join Pastor Greg in the study. And Moses said to Korah, Tomorrow, this is verse 16, Tomorrow you and all your company be present before the Lord, you and they, as well as Aaron. Let each take his censer and put incense in it, and each of you bring his censer before the Lord. Two hundred and fifty censers, both you and Aaron, each with his censer. So every man took his censer, put fire in it, laid incense on it, and stood at the door of the tabernacle of meeting with Moses and Aaron. It's as though they all presented themselves before the Lord. We can be priests also. And Korah gathered all the congregation against them at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. So more than the 250, he gets the whole congregation of Israel. He riles them up against Moses. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to all the congregation. Verse 20, and the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Separate yourselves from among this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment. So God's the answer is he's going to destroy all of them. He will destroy all the rebellion. Korah, the 250, the whole congregation of Israel, because they all should know better at this point to grumble against God's anointed. Then, verse 22, they fell on their faces. And again, you see the heart of Moses to intercede. O God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, Elohim, the God of all spirits, shall one man sin and you be angry with all the congregation? Moses sees this as Korah's sin, as a contamination, as a disease that spread through all the congregation. Don't strike them all down because of the one man's sin. And he's interceding again for them before God. So the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the congregation. Get away from the tents of Korah, Datham, and Abiram. Then Moses rose and went to Datham and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spoke to the congregation, saying, Depart now from the tents of these wicked men. Touch nothing of theirs, lest you be consumed in all their sins. Now the people have seen what's happened before when Moses spoke similar words. So what happens, they got away, verse 27, from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. And you see how the mobs just can, they can be moved one minute by the words of Korah, and then fear of God sets in, and they, they abandon them and they run away. And Dathan and Abiram came out and stood at the door of their tents with their wives, their sons, and their little children. And Moses said, verse 28, By this you shall know that Yahweh the Lord has sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own will. They've accused him of doing this himself, of exalting himself. 
God has done it and God's going to show you. Verse 29, he says, If these men die naturally, like all men, or if they are visited by the common fate of all men, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord creates a new thing, and the earth opens its mouth and swallows them up with all that belongs to them, and they go down alive into the pit, then you will understand that these men have rejected the Lord. And you think of them going down alive into the pit, and you know of one who's thrown alive into the ultimate pit, the lake of burning fire, and that's the Antichrist. These men are of the same spirit as the Antichrist. Now it came to pass, verse 31, as he finished speaking all these words, that the ground split apart under them, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up with their households, and all the men with Korah, with all their goods. So they and all those with them went down alive into the pit. The earth closed over them, and they perished from among the assembly. Then all Israel who were around them fled at their cry, for they said, Lest the earth swallow us up also. And a fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering incense there before the tabernacle. And then the Lord spoke to Moses, and the Lord tells Moses to have Eleazar, Aaron's son, uh, go and pick up all the senses out of the blaze of the 250 men to take the fire from those senses and scatter it some distance away and then to take the senses and have them have it into plates to make a covering for the altar and the reason he says in verse 40 is to be a memorial to the children of Israel that no outsider who is not a descendant of Aaron should come near to offer incense before the Lord that he might not become like Korah and his companions, just as the Lord had said to him through Moses. They would have a memorial there, right in the tabernacle area, with these hammered out senses as a covering for the altar. You notice that religion is not a democracy. It wasn't by the vote of the 250 who was going to be in charge. Rather, it is the will and it is the anointing of God and again, we have an error of many modern religious thinkers. Uh, it's not based upon what the group thinks. It's based upon who God chooses for leadership, who God anoints for service. Now certainly in the New Testament church, among spirit-filled believers, there can be an election to office. In Acts chapter 6, we remember from our study of the book of Acts the debate over the daily distribution. And in verse 2, it says the twelve apostles summoned the multitudes of disciples, saying, It's not desirable that we should leave the word of the Lord and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out, you as a group, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. And the same pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and you get the names of all seven. 
and they set them before the apostles and the apostles when they had prayed and again you see they're seeking God's direction they lay hands on them and they appoint them as deacons in the church so among spirit-filled believers there can be a choosing an election to an office under the criteria under the strict guidelines as the apostles gave them obviously the apostles were called by the Lord there was not a vote taken of who were the 12 apostles they were appointed by Jesus and these men also had to be filled with the Holy Spirit that was one of the requirements meaning God had chosen them to be servants of some type because every believer anointed with the Holy Spirit has some service unto God so in that context with clear guidelines it's correct for the group to choose but ultimately leadership in the church must be called must be anointed must be appointed by God God is involved even in this whole process here of choosing the seven from the initial anointing on these men to the guidelines given by the anointed apostles to the selection of the group based upon these criteria to the prayer of the apostles laying their hands upon them and we'll talk more about that when we get into the New Testament but it's not a democracy it's not well you know we'll have a group of people get together and they'll just choose or vote in a leader the 250 were wrong Moses and Aaron were right God had called them another point in this section in Numbers chapter 16 which we'll touch on again later on in the series there can be terrible consequences if we rebel against God's anointed and here you have Moses who's clearly spiritually anointed he's clearly a man of God and you have Aaron who is ritualistically or ceremonially or organizationally anointed in this plan of God with this priesthood which is there why because the people's hearts are hard that's why you have this whole Levitical system Korah's rebellion is against both is against both the spiritual anointing and the organizational anointing of Aaron the next day uh, down in verse 41 all the congregation of the children of Israel come out and they come out against Moses and Aaron saying you killed the people of the Lord now what did Moses do he didn't take a sword and start to kill them the fire came out of the tabernacle the ground opened up again they're blaming Moses for what God has done the Lord tells Moses to get away from this congregation that he can consume them in a moment Moses has Aaron take his censer put fire in it from the altar put incense on it and Aaron has to go and stand in the midst of the living and the dead as this plague comes upon the people 14,700 die in the plague and as atonement is made for them by this censer which is legitimate the legitimate authority of God the plague is stopped and in chapter 17 the Lord is going to make it clear about his choice of leadership he says in verse 2 speak to the children of Israel to get from them a rod from each of the father's houses all their leaders according to their father's houses twelve rods write each man's name on his rod so you get these twelve tribes of Israel the name is written on the rod and you shall write Aaron's name on the rod of Levi 
For there shall be one rod for the head of each of the father's houses. Now the distinction has been made with the ground opening between Aaron and the other Levites. Now he's going to settle the question about the other tribes. Then you shall place in the tabernacle a meeting before the testimony, and it shall be that the rod of the man whom I choose will blossom. Thus I will rid myself of the complaints of the children of Israel, which they make against you. So Moses spoke to the children of Israel, and each of their leaders gave him a rod apiece, for each leader according to their father's house, twelve rods, and the rod of Aaron was among them. Moses placed the rods before the Lord in the tabernacle of witness. It came to pass in the next day that Moses went into the tabernacle of witness, and behold, the rod of Aaron of the house of Levi has sprouted and put forth buds, had produced blossoms and yielded ripe almonds. Then Moses brought out all the rods from before the Lord to all the children of Israel, and they looked, and each man took his rod. And the Lord said to Moses, Bring Aaron's rod back before the testimony to be kept as a sign against rebels, that you may put their complaints away from me, lest they die. And Moses did so. If you would like to write to us, or you feel led of the Lord to help support our church's outreach, our address is Shir Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And if you will be in the Madison, Connecticut area, Shir Jashub Christian Tabernacle's Sunday service is at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Town Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison. The exit off I-95 is exit 61. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shear Jashub.